1: as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Chester A. Riley ever appear in the social columns? You might come across such items as Mr. and Mrs. Chester A. Riley entertained Mr. and Mrs. James Gillis at Canasta last night. The party ended abruptly when Mr. Gillis accused his host of cheating and left. Well, such is the life of the Rileys. But tonight they're spending a quiet evening at home. Their fifth in a row.
2: Riley, let's do something tonight. Okay,
1: by me. How about having the Gillises
3: over for some Canasta?
2: Well, let's do something different for a change.
3: Okay, by me. Let's go over to their house and catch him cheating.
2: <laughs> well, frankly, I'm sick of the Gillises.
3: Uh, you're right. I can't stand the sight of them either. If they weren't our best friends, I wouldn't bother with them.
2: <laughs> there must be something to do besides seeing the Gillises. Well, oh. oh. Hello? Oh, hello, Jean. Oh, fine. How are you, dear? But well, tonight? Well, nothing. Oh, I'd too. Hold on a second. I'll ask Riley. Riley. No. What do you mean, no? You don't even know what I was going to ask you. I don't feel like going over to the Morrisons. They don't want us to come over. They want us to go with them to see Oklahoma. I'm sick of them cowboy pictures. It's a musical.
3: Oh, with Jean Autry. No, no.
2: It's not a movie. Look, Peg,
3: you decided to stay home before. Let's stay home.
2: Oh. Hello, Jean. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. I I don't think we can make it tonight. Riley isn't feeling well. No, some other time. Goodbye.
3: Well, you didn't have to tell a lie. You should have told her we don't want to go. Why do you have to say I don't feel good?
2: When I get through with you, it won't be a lie. <laughs> what are
3: you getting sore about?
2: Well, I'm fed up staying in night after night never want to go anywhere.
3: Where do you want to go?
2: Well, other men might take their wives out to dinner once in a while or or, or to a show.
3: I take you.
2: You haven't taken me to a legitimate show since my father gave us two passes to Abe's Irish Rose.
3: (laughs) That ain't so. Time and time again I've offered to take you to a show downtown.
2: I will not go to a burlesque show. Fine place to take your wife.
3: Well, it's better than letting me run around loose down there.
2: You know, other men. It's
3: no use talking about other men, Peg. You're married to me, and I ain't no millionaire. It costs money to go out all the time, and I just ain't got it.
2: You'd have it if you didn't throw your money away on foolish, useless gadgets.
3: When did I ever buy a foolish, useless gadget? Name one.
2: That diver's helmet.
3: Name something else.
2: The snowshoes. Come again. The stuffed rattlesnake. And the shrunken head. And that idiotic watch.
3: That watch was one of the best buys I ever made. A genuine antique. You don't see these chiming watches anymore. Look at this watch. Do you mean to say it ain't worth 25... You hear that? You hear how clear it chimes? Ten times. Clear as a bell.
2: Ten times, but it's only eight o'clock now.
3: I can subtract, can't I?
2: Oh, what's the use of talking to you? Wait,
3: where are you going?
2: To bed.
3: Are you sleepy?
2: No, I'm bored. Bored stiff.
3: She's bored. I can't understand her. She's got a house to clean, two kids to look after, meals to cook, dishes to wash, floors to scrub, and she's bored. <laughs> Women are so unreasonable. What does she want?
1: And we trust you settle this matter at your earliest convenience, yours very truly. i get that off right away, Millie. Anything else?
2: Uh, Yes, about the tickets for the donor's dinner. What's it for? Uh, The Society for the Moral Rehabilitation of the South African Zulus.
1: Oh, no. Uh,
2: They sent you two tickets for the dinner. It's $25 a plate.
1: I get on more sucker lists.
2: Shall I send them a check for
1: the ticket? No, I'll throw them in the wastebasket. Anything else?
2: O'Reilly and Gillis are outside. It's about the defective rivet.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Send them in. Yes,
2: Mr. Stevenson. Okay, boys, come in. Oh,
3: uh, hi, Mr. Stevenson. Hey, boss, You got that rivet with you? Uh, yes, sir. got it right here, boss. You sure it's defective? The whole shipment? Yeah, see for yourself, boss. Here, catch. <laughs> 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 You're slipping, boss. Where did it get to? I think it fell in the basket down here. Yeah, yeah, here it is.
1: Well, well, come on, Riley. I haven't got all day.
3: Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Here you are. Uh,
1: You're right. They all like that? Yeah, it looks like it. Well, I'm glad you caught it, boys. We'd turned out a plane put together with these things. It would have been a disaster. You boys have saved the company close to $200,000. I certainly appreciate it. Here, have a cigar. Uh
3: Oh, thanks, boys. You know, boss... You better get back here.
1: to work now, boys. Oh,
3: y- yes, sir. So long, boss. What a cheap what. of all the stingy mites. Uh, what's eating you, Gilbert? You hear him in there? We saved them 200 grand. He gives us one cheesy cigar. <laughs> sure. Least he could have done was to slip us a little bonus. <laughs> uh, I got my bonus. Look. What's up? I found him in the wastebasket. Two tickets for a high class dinner at the Ambassador Hotel. (laughs) That's stealing. What's stealing? I don't steal. He threw them away, didn't he? One of them's mine. Now you lay off. You steal your own tickets.
0: (laughs) What do you want with
3: two? I'll take Peg. She's been beefing. I never take her out. When I blow her a swanky dinner at the Ambassador, she'll pipe down. But it's a banquet or something for the the (laughs) Zulu. Who's gonna tell her?
2: Beautiful hotel, Riley.
3: Nothing but the best for my wife. But the
2: ambassador's <laughs> awful expensive. Where'd you get the money to buy?
3: Peg, when a lady steps out with Chester A. Riley, she don't have to worry about money. We, oh, there's the embassy room. We, we go in there.
2: Wait, wait, dear. Uh, but that sign says private banquet. Well,
3: sure it's private. Every bum can't get in here, but I
1: can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on. But, Riley, Good how do you... Th- May I
1: see your ticket, please? Oh, here. Here you are. Thank you. Well, let's see now. Your table is 17. Thanks. Come on, Peg. Table 17.
2: Riley, I thought you were taking me to a restaurant. Well, I don't understand. This is a banquet. Where'd you get those
3: tickets? Got them off a friend. I, I, I bought them. I didn't steal them.
0: But, Riley, are
3: you Look, sure... Peg, you've been nagging me I should take you out for a good time to a nice joint. And I did. Don't spoil it all by asking a lot of silly questions.
2: Well, I'd just like to know well, what... Well, let's I'm... find
3: our table first and sit down, and I'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> It'll hand you left. Oh, there it is. 17. Oh, there's two people sitting there already. Uh, Good evening. Uh, Is this table 17? All right, you are. Uh, Sit down, Peg. I guess we ought to introduce each other. My name's Riley, and and this is the missus.
0: Oh, how do you do?
1: I'm Cecil Spencer-Kendrick, and uh, this is Mrs. Spencer-Kendrick.
0: How do you do? Uh,
1: (laughs) Dolly good turnout.
3: What? I didn't say nothing.
0: (laughs) Very classy, ain't he? Oh, stop saying it. Uh,
1: Mrs. Spencer Kendrick is one of the original founders of the society. <laughs> she is? You don't say.
2: Oh, rather. Tell me, Mr. Riley, uh? have you been one of us long?
3: Well, personally, I'm not a Zulu, but I'm all for you folks.
2: <laughs> 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 what's all this about Zulu?
3: Well, this here affair is... Oh, here's our waiter. Good evening. Uh, oh,
4: good, good evening. evening. Good evening. Uh, there's a choice of entree. Filet mignon or broiled squab?
1: Mm, I rather fancy the filet mignon. And uh, you, my dear...
2: Squab, I think.
1: And you, my dear... <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: fillet.
1: Uh, One filet. That's two filets, one squab.
4: And you, sir? Oh,
3: uh, uh, half and half. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
4: hey, watch your
3: feet. You kicked me.
2: Sorry, dear.
3: It's squab or filet, sir. Oh, well, I'll take the squab. Yes, sir. Oh, this sure is a swell place. I wouldn't have missed this dinner for anything, huh, Peg? Uh,
4: pardon me, sir. Yeah? Oh, hi. There seems to be a little
3: mix-up about your ticket. tickets. Tickets? Mean, I gave them to you when I... Oh, yes, I know. But we checked the list, sir. They weren't paid for. Huh?
0: What? Well, but, Riley, I thought... Well,
3: don't was... worry. I got money. <laughs> well, I'll pay for the dinner, of course. How much?
4: $25 a plate.
3: <laughs> I don't want to buy the plate. How much is the food? <laughs> Twenty-five
1: dollars per person. Twenty-five? It's a donor's dinner. Well, I'm a donor at the blood bank. I'll give you a pint. Sorry, sir. That'll be $50 for two dinners. Well, I, I don't have that much cash on me yet. We'll take your check, of course. Well, I left my checkbook at home. Well, I have a blank check here. Uh, I, I lost my pen. Use mine. I can't write.
3: <laughs> uh, Fifty
1: dollars. The money goes to the Zulus.
3: Will the Zulus take my IOU? (laughs) Peg, let me $50 till payday. Peg, wait.
2: I'm sorry, we better go. No, Peg, wait.
3: I'm I'm sorry, we got to go. My wife has a headache. Uh, Good night. Nice meeting you, Mr. Spencer Schmendrick. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Callie-ho. Peg, wait. Don't walk so fast. Peg, listen. I can explain the whole... Peg, wait. Talk to me. (laughs) Peg, wait, don't walk so fast. Peg, you gotta listen to me. You see, Peg, I didn't know. Watch your step. (laughs) Wait for me, Peg. Peg, please listen to me. Hey, mister. You're fair. Oh, didn't she pay for me? Now, Peg, you gotta listen to me. Don't move away. Listen to me. Talk to me. I told you how it happened. I thought the tickets were paid for. I didn't know. You've got to believe me. You believe me, don't you? Peg, talk to me. Say something. Please, Peg, I can't stand this. You can't ignore me like this. Talk to me. Say something. Peg! Peg, open this door! Open the door, Peggy! I want to brush my
1: teeth! Back to the Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown.
3: Oh, it's awful, Gillis. First she wouldn't talk to me at all, and then she started yelling at me, and now she's back into no-talking stage. Don't cry over my shoulders. I ain't got no sympathy for you. You're a sucker. Well, I just wanted to show her a good time. Why did you want to get mixed up with a bank cat and Zulu? You should have played it smart. Well, it's easy for you to talk. What would you have done? First, I would say to the missus like this here, Honey, how would you like to step out to the Copa Manana club tonight? It costs a fortune there. Uh, not if you're a personal friend of Louis. Louis? Who's Louis? A waiter. He waits there. So I phone up Louis. Yeah. He makes a reservation for me at one of the tables. Me and the missus order champagne, Rockefeller's oysters, broiled pheasant on the glasses, uh, uh, crepe Suzettis. What's that? Them little buckwheat cakes soaked in gasoline. <laughs> cremate them and you eat them.
0: Oh. <laughs> then Louis
3: hands you the check, you slip him ten. He squares the cashier with five, she tears up the check, and everybody's happy. He's taking an awful chance. Why does Louie do that? Oh, well, you see, Louie needs every cent he can lay his hands on. He's got one weakness. Women? No, no. He gives every cent he makes to his mother. Oh. Only she happens to be a bookie. Now I could fix it for you with oh, Louis. I don't know. Supposing something went wrong. What could go wrong? It always works with me. Well, I don't know. You Louis. can trust Louis. He's one of the most honest guys I know.
0: Hello. Oh, right, yeah. yes. It's all set. Oh, you spoke to Louis? Yeah,
3: yeah. Great. You'll be there around 9 o'clock. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Gillis. I'll never forget you for this. So long. Peg.
2: What do you want?
3: Oh, you're talking good. Look, honey.
2: Don't honey me. Oh, now,
3: don't be like that, Peg. I'm sorry for what happened. I want to make it up to you.
2: You're always sorry.
3: Well, this time I mean it. And to prove it, I'm taking you for a good time tonight.
2: Well, you've got your nerve. I wouldn't go out with you if you got down on your knees and begged me.
3: Yeah, but I made a reservation at the Copa Manana. <laughs>
2: the, the Copa Manana?
3: Yeah. Classiest nightclub in town.
2: How do you expect to pay the check with a pint of blood?
3: <laughs> now, nah, don't worry about money. I got enough.
2: Where did you get the money? Well, I got it. Where?
3: Well, I. I, uh, I sold my chiming watch.
2: Oh. I thought you said you'd never part with that watch.
3: Well, it did mean a lot to me. But you mean more, Peg. Give me a chance to make it up to you.
2: No. We can use that money for more important things than nightclubs. I
3: know, but you only live once. I want to take you out and show you a real good time.
2: Well, I... I shouldn't. But you
3: will, huh? Say you will. Please, Peg, will you?
2: Well, all right. I'm giving you one more chance.
3: Oh, thanks, Dumplin'. You won't be sorry. We're going to forget all our troubles tonight. We're going to act just as if we were single and happy again.
0: Good
4: evening. Copa Manana. Roberto speaking. Oh. Well, what about it? Oh, that's tough. Sorry to hear it. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. Gee, that's a tough break. What's the matter, boss? Louie won't be here tonight. Why not? He bet on a horse and it won. And Louie dropped dead. His ticker. Poor Louie. I told him to watch that ticker. Yeah, I'll sure miss him. One of the most honest waiters I ever had. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sam. Yeah, boss? You take all of Louie's tables tonight.
0: The happy place?
2: Oh yes. This is a beautiful place. And a ringside
0: table.
3: Nothing but the best for my wife. Dumplin, this is one night you'll never forget. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: What did you whisper to the orchestra leader after the last dance? Ah, I arranged a
3: little surprise for you. I asked him to play a certain song. Our song. The one they were playing that night that I proposed to you.
2: Oh, what song?
3: Our song. Don't you remember? L- listen, he, he's going to play it now. Okay, hey, l- let me hold your hand.
0: Oh, <laughs> Riley. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Our song.
0: Oh, You're silly.
3: Oh, there's our waiter.
1: Care the water now, sir? Uh, yeah,
3: sure. Something to drink? Yeah, bring us a fifth of champagne. The best. Uh, domestic. None of this foreign stuff.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll be sure it's
3: this year. Don't try to palm off any old stuff on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: sir.
2: Riley. Huh? Champagne's awful expensive. Now,
3: Peg, you promised you wouldn't mention money. Everything's taken care of.
2: I'm sorry, dear. Oh,
3: this is the life. Like, like in that book by Omar K.M., The Ruby Hat.
0: <laughs> eat,
3: drink, and be married because tomorrow you die.
2: <laughs> You're a little mixed up, dear. It's eat, drink, and be married for tomorrow you die.
5: Please, this is my night off. Digger, <laughs> it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs>
2: expect to find you in a nice club, Mr. O'Dell?
5: A sentimental visit. Ah. The orchestra leader is an old pal of He used to be an undertaker. No kidding, what's his name? Spade Cooley. <laughs> and when that boy goes to work, he lays them in the aisle. <laughs> May I sit down?
2: Oh, sure, Digger. Come on. Oh, uh, will you excuse me? Uh, where are you going, darling? The powder room, telling oh. I won't be long. Right.
5: I must say, I'm surprised to find you here, Riley. This place is rather expensive. Yeah, I know, but I always say you can't take it with you. That's true. In our profession, we have a saying. You can't take it with you, so leave it with us. <laughs> well, I promised the wife I'd be home early. Well, aren't you staying for the show? I hear they got a comedian that kills the people. He does? Yeah. In that case, I'll stay.
0: <laughs>
5: Would you like a lift home in my vehicle afterwards? I have loads of room. Uh, well, no, no. We, we, we'll, we'll take a cab. <laughs> oh, well, some other time, then. Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how am do doing, Peg? Didn't think I knew how
2: to do a rumba, huh? Oh, don't <laughs> kid yourself. You're not doing a rumba. Oh, ah, look how I'm shaking. <laughs> look at that couple over there. You well, see, that's a rumba. Huh? Oh, I guess I've been shaking the wrong part.
0: <laughs> 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 oh,
2: boy, I want workout. work <laughs> oh, Well, come on, Fred there. Let's get back to the table before you collapse on me.
3: Are <laughs> you having fun, honey?
2: Oh, I don't know when I've had such a good time. Yeah, sit down. Oh, that dinner was simply delicious. Oh, I hate to think what the check's going nah, to come to. Nah, don't you worry about the check. I'll take care of that. <laughs> oh, you were sweet to sell your watch.
3: What watch? <laughs> oh, oh, my watch! Yeah, sure. <laughs>
2: oh, dear. I think it's time to go home.
3: Oh, all right. I'll get the check.
2: Uh, uh, oh, waiter. Yes, sir?
3: Uh, uh, give me the check, please.
1: Right away, sir. Good evening.
3: I am Gypsy Zalova. You wish I tell your fortune. Oh, yeah, sure. Go, go on, Peg, let her tell your fortune.
2: Oh, no, right. Oh, come on. Why are we oh, waiting
3: for the check, huh?
2: Lady, please. May I see your palm? <laughs> All right. I like you, Peg. Mm. A lady is going to have a long, long life. Plenty children. Five, seek. Uh,
3: that's enough. <laughs> Read mine, huh? Yes, sir. sir. Uh, just a minute, Louis, old pal. Uh, go on, Gypsy. What's my future? Mm.
2: Gentlemen going to get big surprise. Soon? Very soon. Good or bad? Oh, you're going to get big kick out of it. Oh, <laughs> that's nice to no, know. Thanks. Oh, here you are. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Your
1: check, sir. Oh. <gasps> Ah,
3: easy come, easy go. Here you are, Louis. There's ten spots for you. <laughs> Thanks for
1: everything. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, good night, Louis. Uh, Your check, sir. Uh, but Louis, why do you keep calling me Louis? My name is Sam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sam.
3: No, you, you you're Louis. You've got
2: to be Louis. Yes, yeah,
0: <laughs> mister. Well, no, but
2: Peg, I. The matter? You got the money, haven't you? You sold the watch, didn't you? You said you. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. Sure,
3: I sold it. I wouldn't lie to you.
2: <laughs> Riley.
3: Except maybe once in a while.
1: <laughs> Look, Mister, the check is $33.80. Well, I I can't pay the check until I see Louis. Mister, if you don't pay the check, you will see Louis. <laughs> Are you going to pay? You want me to call the boss? Oh no, wait. Before you
3: call the boss, call back the gypsy. The gypsy? Yeah, I, I want to find out what happens next.
2: <laughs> Riley? Riley, are you all right? Oh, what are they doing to you in there? Answer me, Riley.
1: Take it easy, lady. Nobody's going to hurt your husband
2: in that office over an hour.
1: Well, it's a pretty big check. But don't worry, the boss will find a way to settle it. He always does.
2: Riley! Riley! Oh, Riley, are you all right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay, Peggy.
2: Did they hurt you?
3: No, I was very reasonable. It's all settled. Let's go home. Uh, good night, boss.
4: Remember, be here tomorrow night, nine o'clock sharp.
3: Uh, yes, boss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't understand you settle it? Why are you calling that man boss?
3: Well, you see, I, I got to work it out until the check is paid.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. doing what? As a waiter? No. Bus boy? No. Dishwasher? No. Well, then what?
3: Well, there, there are other jobs in a nightclub.
2: Well, what? Why don't you tell me?
3: Well, if you must know, I'm the chief assistant in the men's powder room.
1: (laughs) In just a moment, Riley will return.
3: Me. Say something. I-, I told you how it happened. Say you forgive me. Peg, you gotta forgive. Please, Peg.
2: Oh, all right. I forgive you. Never have any peace till I do. Oh,
3: thanks, Dumplin'. And I promise it'll never happen again.
2: Well, it better not.
3: Oh, don't worry. It won't, because I give you my word of honor I'll never take you out again. There.
0: That ought to make you happy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: To join us next time when once again William Bendix lives The Life of Riley, featuring John Brown as Digger Odell. The Life of Riley is an Irving Brecker production, distributed exclusively by the Nostalgia Broadcasting Corporation, Post Office Box 10914, St. Petersburg, Florida 33733.